With us today is Congressman uh, Jim Jordan. Uh, he's uh, from the great state of Ohio, and um, he's got a very important job these days. He's the House Judiciary Committee, and so many things are happening. Congressman, tell the American people what the heck is happening and, and how are you approaching things? Well, I think one of the big concerns is um, in, in our committee work on the Judiciary Committee and, and then the Select Committee on the Weaponization of, of, of Government, um, we're, we're focused on, you know, how these agencies have been turned against the American people. Today we had a big hearing where we had some whistleblowers come forward. Uh, we talked to dozens of whistleblowers. We've interviewed several of them, and we had three testify publicly today, and their story was so compelling. And I think what's, what, 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 what Americans need to understand is that we know that these the agencies have are, are now driven by politics. And if you, if, if you need to look no further than the Durham report, which came out earlier this week, which, uh, which, which talked about, you know, that they opened an investigation of President Trump with no predicate, no probable cause, um, no, no evidence, and, and yet that's bad enough. But what's happened now is these agencies have been turned on the American people, and that's what the whistleblowers came forward today in our hearing to talk about. And then to add insult to all this is those brave whistleblowers that came forward, they've been retaliated against. And we had, a, as I said, the hearing today, that became so clear uh, what's going on. So on a number of other issues, primarily working on protect the First Amendment from, from the attack that you see uh, government working with big tech and, and others to limit America's speech. We're working on that issue as well um, in, in the committee. Understood. The other day, uh, I think it was a Congressman Comer was on, and uh, he couldn't find his whistleblowers. What the heck happened to them? Well, uh, it was. Uh, I think he corrected that after he said it. He said that there was uh, um, some of the sources for the whistleblower. They, uh, I think he was talking about some of the, uh, uh, the 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 sources that gave information to the whistleblower. I understand that situation that there's a whistleblower who's went to Senator Grassley and says that he's seen a document, a document that the FBI, FBI has that has re- recorded a conversation and information that came from a confidential whistleblower to the FBI. So Chairman Comer has asked to see that document, but he also said in an interview, I believe, that they're having trouble locating and, and, and talking to the, 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 the sources. That was, uh, I, I think, how he said it, and then, then, then clarified those comments uh, a little later. Now, uh- which item do you feel you want to tell the American people is the most serious? Is it the uh, 51 intelligence officers that signed that document uh, saying about uh, about uh, President Trump, or is there anything else? Well, it's it's all of it. It's it's when these when these federal agencies are being you know turned on the American people and going after the very people who pay their salaries, the people they're supposed to serve. You know, whether it's the, this, this concept that was floated a year ago to, to form a disinformation governance board at the Department of Homeland Security, this idea that, you know, you had government agencies telling big tech, hey, uh, we, we think you should you should look at these tweets and take these tweets down, pressuring big tech to censor certain speech that, that the government disagreed with, uh, or, or whether it's the retaliation that's come uh, to whistleblowers. Whistleblowers have simply come forward to Congress to talk to us about the school board issue to talk to us about the the the, the memorandum that um, that was uncovered in, in the Richmond Field Office about attacking uh, Catholics, calling them radical traditional Catholics, and trying to uh, you know this this idea that they were going to put sources and and informants inside the the parish, inside the church. So um, all of it's important because it's a threat to 
the rule of law. It's a threat to our Constitution, and, and maybe most importantly, it's a threat to the First Amendment. Uh, understood. Now, uh, th- there was some uh, uh, talk at your committee level uh, that uh, you, you, you plan to uh, subpoena CIA people or, uh, or FBI people. Or, or which ones are you after well, most? Well, we've, we've issued a number of, uh, of, of subpoenas for records and, and, for, and some for testimony. Um, that relative to the CIA, we've we've we're, we're looking for, to get certain documents associated with how, uh, what involvement, if any, the CIA had in in, in that that letter or that statement that was put out right before their uh, presidential election in 2020, where they they said that they had a, the Hunter Biden laptop story had all the earmarks of a of a Russian information operation. That statement turned out not to be true. We we didn't feel it was accurate at the time, but it turned out to be not, not to be true. And, and yet that statement was portrayed as if it was organic. It just sprang these 51 former intel officials just got together and decided we're going to put this statement out, when in fact what prompted it was the Biden campaign, and, and, and in particular Tony Blinken, who worked for the Biden campaign, now our Secretary of State. He's the one who initially called Mike Morrell, the former acting director of the CIA, and it was that phone call that prompted Mr. Morrell to put the letter together. When the letter got put together and used in the debate, which is what it was for, to give give uh, we have the emails that show it was to give President Biden a talking point in his debate with President Trump. Um, when that all happened, the campaign called up Mike Morrell after the after the debate and said, you know, thank you for 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 doing the whole operation. Uh, and of course, the campaign was telling Mr. Morrell uh, uh, who to get the letter to first, who in the press. Uh, you know, here's we wanted to go to the Washington Post first, and then this. They, they were coordinating it all the way through, um, and uh, yet the, it was presented in the debate as if it was organic, as if they just did. They just, you know, on their own, just put it together, which, in fact, just wasn't the case. Uh, Congressman, I, I'll tell you, Mr. Chairman, uh, the American people they call us and they tell us, well, this is all great, and uh, we maybe we'll, we'll get the truth someday, but nobody ever goes to jail. I mean, no, everybody gets slapped on the hand. Never, nobody loses their security clearance. What do I tell the American people? No, it's it's probably the number one you know question I get, and it is frustrating. I always remind people that we're in the legislative branch. We can't indict anyone. We can't prosecute anyone. All we can do is our constitutional duty, which is to put the facts on the table, to do oversight, to do the investigations that need to be done. And when you get the facts on the table, then you can look at legislative remedies, which we will we will have. There's a number of ideas we have on legislative. We've already introduced some. My, my colleagues on the Judiciary Committee have already introduced some that would that would you know relative to the uh, the, the situation this crazy indictment Alvin, Alvin Bragg's doing against uh, former President Trump. So we, we've already got some legislation that I think would help in those those areas. But then also, I think the ultimate leverage we have and, and, and influence we can have is the appropriations process. Which is, you know, the power of the purse and, and how taxpayer dollars are allocated, how they're spent, what the money is spent for. That's where we have to weigh in and begin to uh, try to rein in these, these agencies that, again, we think are being turned on the American people. You know, we, we talk, we end our show every day and we get millions uh, of listeners and say truth, justice in the American way, the way America always stands for. And um, we just pray for America. Yeah. Well, God bless you. Appreciate your work. Appreciate your prayers and, and your listeners' uh, prayers. Uh, uh, it's a great country, greatest country ever. And um, 
but we got to make sure we protect what makes it great, which is our values, our principles, and our Constitution, and in particular the First Amendment. Um, so uh, it's, it's real important that we keep all that up. Well, Congressman Jim Jordan, thank you for everything you do, and, and let's catch up again really soon. Take care. Thanks, brother. Thank you.